This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, a good Arab Shabbos. I want to share with you the imponderables on Parshas Devarim. The Friday Shurma dedicated by our dear friend Rabbi Tzal Rose of Los Angeles, Lila Nishnas' brother, Tzvi Ben Levi Yitzchak. Let us pull up the Maramakaymais. Perak Aleph, Pasuk Vav. Rav Lachem Sheves Bahar Hazah. Enough time you spent on this mountain. Says Rashi, Yesh Medrash Agada Harbe. There are many Medrashim on this Pasuk. Yesh Medrash Agada Harbe Gedula Lachem Uschar Al Yeshivascham Harazah. Rav Lachem Sheves Harazah means you gained a lot of greatness on this mountain. Why? You know what you did on this mountain? You made a Mishkan, you made a Menorah, you made Kalim, you were Mechabal the Torah, you appointed a Sanhedrin, Rav Lachem Sheves, you attained great stature on this mountain. So I have two questions. If you were describing the construction of the Mishkan and you wanted to emphasize one particular achievement of the Jewish people, that they built something. Would you emphasize that they built a menorah? Why is Rashi honing in that they built a menorah? Okay, it's very nice. They also built an arayin, a shulchan. Why of all things is Rashi honing in on the arayin, on the menorah? And furthermore, the items mentioned in Rashi are out of order. First we received the Torah, then we made the mishkan, so why does Rashi first say, we made the Mishkan, and then when we received the Torah? Okay. Parak Aleph, Pasuk Yud Gimel. Rashi says on the words, Havu Lachem Anashim Chachamim. Rashi says, Chachamim Kisufim. Meaning, the Chachamim are people that are desired and longed for. What is bothering Rashi that Rashi gives this comment? Do we not know what Chachamim are? Is, is there something not self-explanatory about the word Chachamim? That Rashi adds the word Kisufim? People who are yearned for and desired for? Well, what is troubling Rashi? that Rashi sees a need to add commentary, and what is he explaining with this word, kisufim, desired, yearned for? What's Rashi getting at over here? Next, Perak Aleph, Pasuk Yud Gimel. Va'asimeim. Rashi says, it's spelled missing a Yud. That teaches me the sins of the Jewish people are hung on the heads of the judges because they should have rebuked them. Right? It's always a frightening thing. It's not an easy thing being a rabbi. If you're a rabbi in a shul, and people are talking, it's, you know, you could say, I mind my own business. It's their problem. No, no, it's not their problem. It becomes your problem. If you have the opportunity, if you have the ability to speak up, and you don't, then, then not only... Are you not fulfilling your obligation? You are accredited with their sin. You have the good fortune of taking responsibility for their sin. So that's what Rashi says why it's missing a Yud. 
I just don't get why Rashi has to say anything. He just said two psukim earlier. And Pasuk Tess, when Moshe Rabbeinu said, levadi I cannot carry you. Rashi's bothered. Moshe couldn't carry them. He brought them the man. He brought them the slav. Says Rashi, what did Moshe mean? I can't carry you. God lifted up the people over the Dayanim, because he takes the punishment from the people and he puts it on the Dayanim. So Moshe says, I can't carry your sin anymore. So if we already know the Dayanim are responsible for the sins of the people from Tupsukim earlier, from Loi Ucha Levadi Seis Eschem, then why do I need another, why do I need to reiterate that Tupsukim later? In Pasuk Tess it already says Loi Ucha Levadi. So why four Psukim later do we need a Remez in the word va'asimim, that the sins of the people go on the dayan. We already know that from la'yucha levadi se'eseschem. Parak Aleph Pasuk Chav Gimel. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Vayitav ve'inai ha'davar. The idea of meraglim was good in my eyes. Vo'ekach mikem shneim asar anashim. Rashi says mikem, from the most selected among you. How does Rashi know that? Maybe he just took people. How does Rashi know it means the most chosen, the most sifted and filtered? Maybe because it didn't have to say the word mikem, it could have just said vo'ekach. Mikem, the extra word, must indicate that it's from the most selected among you. Okay. Okay, this I don't understand. You ready? Perak Bez Pasagalaf. Vane Ifen Vani Sahamidvar Darachyam Sovkasher Diberashem Eloi Vanosavas Harseir Yamim Rabim. They encircled Harseir many days. By the way, how how many days? Anybody know how many days they encircled Harseir? The answer is Rashi doesn't say. But the Pasuk before it says, Vateshu v'kadesh, yamim rabim, kayamim asher yishavtem. Rashi says 19 years. So they were 19 years in the other Masois, 19 years in Kadesh. But what's yamim rabim by Harseir? Why doesn't Rashi say anything over there? What does that mean? What, what, what is the yamim rabim by Harseir? It's not possible to say 19 years. They weren't in the Midbar for 57 years. Okay. Perak Beis, Pasuk Vav. Oichel tishberu meitam Vigamayim tichru Why when it comes to food is it tishberu and mayim is tichru? Tichru is also a Lashon of Mekach. So why Oichel is tishberu and mayim is tichru? I don't know. The next Rashi is one of uh, a very difficult Rashi for me to understand how to apply Lamaisa. So this is not a um, a question. It's more of a sheila, and that is Emperik Beis The Almighty blesses you in all your handiwork. Says Rashi, therefore, do not 
deny the toiva to act as if you're a poor person. Show yourself as if you're wealthy. Rashi seems to be saying like this. If you're making a big salary, don't drive an old beat-up 1978 Chevrolet. You should drive a Tesla. You have money. You should show that you have money. Otherwise, you're a kafoi taiva. If you have money, you should live in a nice house. That's what Rashi says. But what does Rashi mean? Isn't a, didn't Yaakov Avinu tell his sons, Lama Tisra'u? Lama Tisra'u, which means if the world, if nobody else has money, why are you showing yourself as if you had money? Well, I do, you know why? Because otherwise I'm a kafoi toiva, because if Hashem gives me money, I shouldn't make believe I'm an ani. So exactly how does this concept play out that if a person has something, they shouldn't act as if they don't have it because it's, in a way, it's a lack of gratitude to Hashem. It's like you're not recognizing the bracha He gave you. In what way, if a person has resources, are they supposed to show it? I thought you're supposed to, if anything, keep it modest, keep under the radar. No, we see from Rashi, there's a hashkafa that you should not deny the goodness that Hashem gave you. And in my humble opinion, it sounds like what Rashi is saying is that there are two hanhagos and they both have to be navigated. Hanhaga number one is, if you're rich, do not act as if you're poor. And you should not drive a Chevrolet from 1978 with a muffler that makes a loud noise. On the other hand, you should not drive the latest model Tesla, drawing excessive attention to yourself. You should live comfortably, but not flashy. That's, in my humble opinion, what we see from these two Chazals. That a person who is wealthy should not live the way a middle class person should live. It's not correct. Even if you want to be modest. In other words, there are two conflicting hashkafos that have to be navigated. Hashkafa number one is, you don't want to draw attention to yourself. You don't want to create ayin hara. You don't want to create jealousy. And on the other hand, it's not correct to act as if you're poor. But there's, there's, there is a road in between those two hashkafos that you could navigate both of them. In other words, if someone has money, they should live more comfortably than someone who doesn't. Why? It's lack of hakar sataiv. But they should not draw attention to themselves. In other words, if somebody makes a simcha, a simcha of a very wealthy person should not be the same simcha. In other words, we don't believe in communism. You know, communism is a takanas, takana wedding. It could be, maybe, al pi hashkafa, not every, not every single person should make the exact same wedding. No, only potato kogel and sholen, you can't, it shouldn't be legislated like that. But the, the, meaning the oishar should live in a way where it's clear he's appreciating what Hashem gives him, and yet at the same time there's a degree of modesty. Where that line is, I don't know. But there are definitely two conflicting hashkafas that have to be navigated on both directions. Until now, you know, I think it's 
this, this, uh, this Rashi is usually not spoken about for good reason. It's probably very difficult to navigate. But um, one thing is for sure. In the ideal world, not everybody should be living on the same standard. That's what we see from Rashi. Next. Um, Beis Ches. Rav Nassim, which was your question? Which Samach? This one or the, the next one? In Perak Beis Pasuk Ches, it says like this. And in the middle of the Pasuk, there's a random Samach. This one? So, my friend Rav Nassim Welder pointed out, what, what's the Samach doing in the middle of the Pasuk? Why is there a random space in the middle of the Pasuk? What is that space for? By the way, we have something similarly following in Parag Be'ez Pasuk Tezayin, Pasuk Yud Zayin, where we know, by the way, that for the 38 years in the Midbar, Hashem did not speak to Moshe Rabbeinu sort of intimately, it says Vayoymer. It doesn't say Vayedaber until after all the people of Melchama died out. So it says Vayhi Chasher, and it was Chasher Tamu Kanchi Melchama Lomos Mikarav Ha'am Vayedaber Hashem Elai Leimar. Now it's interesting. Not only is Vayedaber Hashem Elai Leimar a new pasuk, because by the way, if you look in Rashi, Rashi groups these two psukim together. But there's a space in the Torah between these two psukim. You know. Yeah, new space, and then Okay, this is a really good question. Parak Vez Pasuk Tazayin. Rashi says, What are Anshe Mulchama? From twenty years old. Could someone tell me why Rashi says this now? Two psukim later, the Pasuk says, Why doesn't Rashi say there, what are Anshe Mochama from 20 years old? Why does Rashi wait until the, the phrase Anshe Mochama appears a second time? And then in Perik Bey's Pasuk Chaf, it says, Eretz Rifaim Teichashev Afi. Eretz Rifaim is also considered from that land. It says Rashi, yeah, but this is not the Rifaim that I gave to Avraham Avinu. I gave Avraham Avinu a different Rifaim. Why is Rashi telling me that? He just said that on Pasuk Yud. Ha'emim lefanim ata sover shazu Eretz Rifaim shenasadi la'avram. This is not the land of Rephaim. Avaloizuhi. Rashi said ten psukim earlier that this Rephaim is not the Rephaim that he gave to Avraham. So why is Rashi saying this again now? By the way, later on in the, in the parasha, Rashi says, this Rephaim, yeah, that's what I gave to Avraham Avinu. Okay. Something to keep you busy uh, over Shabbos. I want to show with you just uh, one more, one more thought. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.